Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. Ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. As an employee, you have to know what you like and don't like and don't be a hero and control everything. Oh my God, no. Let it Go. And also, it's your life. Choose the things you like to do and do those. You told Especially me. Especially if you have the luxury to do it. You told me a story recently. Oh. Drop it like a hat. 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 Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Okay, guys. Welcome to the Mum Truth Podcast with Kat and Nat. Hi, how are ya? You know, last week we released um, a podcast about drinking, which is so ironic because we're launching a wine brand, which is launched. You can go to mumtruthswine.com and order your wine only in America, only in certain states. 
Not because of us. No, it's something... We just got an email about it. I, I, because I specifically asked because a lot of people were saying like, wherever they live, that like Utah, they can't get it. I was like, I don't understand the American alcohol laws. I know that we have ish in Canada, but I didn't know that there was also states in America that were going to be blocked. But you know, this must be so regular for everyone who ships wine. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. it's a major, they make it real. It's like we're living in the 1950s or whenever that time was when alcohol was illegal. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like it's easier to get pot right now than it is wine. Yeah. <gasps> we have to go to the pot store. Oh my gosh, right? I was like, can we TikTok Oh, it? I smoked a pen last night. Pardon? Of course, they always have a pen. How was it? I was so high. I was laughing. I couldn't stop laughing. I was laughing. I was laughing so hard. How do you feel today? Fine. Do you? Yeah. Not like, ooh. No, did you not sleep like that time where we smoked the real joint? And we felt high, high the, ne- the next day. I still have those joints, by the way. Oh, shit. In my closet. I'm too, oh, you know shit. what? We Let's felt, do that. We felt so bad the next day. I know, but how, much we did, need- how many did we smoke? Two of them? Maybe we should only have a, someone says just have a couple puffs. You know us. We're going to smoke that shit till I, it's gone. I want what Romeo gave us when we were on the bus. That was perfect. And we didn't feel gross the next day. Do you remember that? Do I remember that? Yes. I was, we were also drinking that night, too. But it was mostly high. We were hyper and laughing. I'm just t- closing my shade. You guys, um, we have a new car deal deal coming up. We're switching cars, and we're going to be in a new car. And I'm real sad about it. This is what's going to leave lead me to um, this conversation. So we had a really... I'm beginning to realize, yesterday we did a podcast with a lot of people. And that the... the <laughs> The thing that kept coming out was, you guys are so raw and authentic. Right. Not just authentic, raw. Right. The podcast we released about drinking, where you're like, I need a drink, I want a drink, I don't care, resonated with so many people. Right. That it was like, they were they were like, I am you. Okay, good. Like, it was relatable. Are they worried? I didn't read, that, <laughs> I didn't read them all, but I began to see, and I was like... You know, there's something about being super honest, which is really hard, but it's really, it's really, um, what's the word? It's really relatable. Yeah, honestly, there was, uh, I was at, I was just at hockey this week and there was a woman who just like said something that was so like, you know, vulnerable and honest. And I was like, it's like, I wanted to say to her later, like, I really appreciate you sharing that. Like, cause can you imagine if, if you short, if more people shared and were just honest about what's going on with their children, yeah. how relatable that could be and helpful. Yeah. So I was so appreciative of her and you know, it was, it was so raw and that doesn't, no, people normally, people are like, Hey, like, how's it going? Like, Oh, what are you, what are you doing? She just like went into it and I was like, good for you. Yeah. I, I totally agree. And I think that, you know, when you, I guess what happens is someone said, we're in a podcast and we were talking about TikToks and what she was doing. And she goes, my husband hates when I do that. And you've got to, uh, there must be people who get embarrassed by your honesty or your rawness. My My husband hates when you do what? When she does TikToks. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, it must be because she's showing something that isn't what is curated or because all of us have this, what, what is my family going to think? Mm-hmm. What are they going to think about me? Mm-hmm. What are these people going to say behind mm-hmm. my back? Mm-hmm. You know? And, mm-hmm. mm, and I was like, for a lot of people, it's like, like the, the analogy would be like it, what we do would be like them taking off all their clothes and standing in front of an audience naked. I guess. But then at the, like who doesn't have an issue 
Who doesn't? Well, everybody. You know, and I, I'll say when a mom once shared with me that, you know, both of her daughters had eating disorders. Yeah. Not one, but yeah. both. Yeah. I was like, that has to be so hard, hard to, number one, admit. Yes. And then, number two, to be like, this is, it's a shit show. Like, it's not good. And I was like, fuck, these people who... I also hope that those people are referred to... uh community groups or private groups that support because what they're going through like I don't have I don't I don't know what that would be like to live through that mm-hmm. and to have a child like that but um, I'm sure there's so much commonalities with parents who are dealing with daughters with uh, eating disorders and sons now too yes, by the way that would be so helpful but but what I will say is that I didn't judge her I was like mm-hmm. holy shit you are so you that it like you're so it's not a gossip item it's not like oh my god did you hear because mm-hmm. it's more like fuck life is real and i'm sorry you're dealing with that we also know someone in our life who's really open about her parenting struggles mm-hmm. and kind of what what it's like to parent you know um parent with challenges and mental health issues and i'm so honored and res- i'm so enamored and can't believe how strong she is as a mom to deal with it and and get through things and you know in a small community, we live in a small community mm-hmm. and people talk mm-hmm. and it would be hard if everyone was talking, but mm-hmm. cause when you, when you have older kids, their friends tell their parents. Mm-hmm. And so I hope that parents begin to understand that that's such a strong mom and it's nothing you've done as a mom. It's, you know, it, it's life. And you know, you think you're in the clear Oh fuck! And then you and have, then they hit thirty, and some shit goes sideways. And it, it seems it happens so often. I know, Natalie. I oh, know. No, I had too many kids. I always say, you know. I know. I really. And you can be good with your first. Your second can be good. Your third can be good. Uh oh, the fourth well, one. And it could be at thirty. Yeah. Like I think of that. Oh, they get all the divorce that happens too, and how much, you know, support that your child will, would need through that time, or your children's children, and like all the issues that come with that. Oh, oh. my God, Catherine, take me out of here before I have to deal with anything. Stop it. Your kids are the oldest is twelve. I'm done. Thirteen. Sorry, it's too late. I'm I, there. I, I'm done. You're, you're, we are just beginning, babe. Buckle up. That's why you know it's really good to get honest and real and raw. Yeah, and just so drink wine. be like, yeah, fuck, I've got problems. You, yeah. Do you don't? Good for you. Yeah. You know what? You're in denial. They're coming, <laughs> just so you know. And I, I was talking to someone in the neighborhood, and she said, you know, it's so amazing what you guys have done, the parenting um, expert. Okay. <clears throat> and she's like, do you ever just, you know, like, are you ever just in shock? And I'm like, no. Not really. Like, I'm not, because... Nothing feels like anything's like, and nothing we do is like extraordinary. Um, but I guess to some, like maybe it looks impressive online. It's just social well, media. I mean, if I saw somebody um, writing books, going on tour, having a tour bus, having a podcast, I guess it's big. I guess okay. I know. And then and we were talking a and, wine. Excuse me. And and she was just so like um, so kind and positive and. And I just said, you know, there's not many people like you who would stop and be like, that's so amazing that you're doing this. And I was like, a lot of people just... Well, I was in the orthodontist office. Someone was nice. I'm like, a lot of people don't like us. <laughs> a lot of people don't. Now they're really going to hate me. I have herpes right now yeah. uh, on my mouth. I gave it to her. That's from Natalie. I've yeah. never had a herpes in my life. I was like, I don't want to live with this alone. And so now I have herpes. She has Valtrex. I don't have Valtrex. So <laughs> I live with herpes on my with herpes on my face. It's quite small, which thank you for that. It's not mm-hmm. big. It, I don't know what happens. I never get those really big ones either. So. Okay. So I've got a herpes. Um, <laughs> and... It's gonna. I don't know what happens next. 
I've had it once before. You gave it to me once before. So, I mean, there are different stages. What would normally happen is this will start like that, then it will become an open sore. Awesome. Then it will become a scab. Can't wait. Which will then... And I don't know, if you look at my lips, do you see the one discolor... Yeah, you have a scar. It's white. Yeah. That's where my cold sore comes. Okay. By the way... It's like a discoloration on my lip, and for some reason, I kind of like it. Oh, good for you! It's like a scar. Yeah. So, do it's I get do scar. I get medicine or anything for it? Uh, you know, it's too late. It's too late. Like mm-hmm. I don't go put like an oral B on it or something. Someone, <laughs> just like in the commercials, maybe. Actually, I've never tried that. But I used to have a friend, and she said take tea tree oil and take a Q-tip and press it really hard. Uh, into let's it. go do that. We're yeah, gonna go. That to never the, worked for me. We're gonna go to the drugstore and try. I mean, listen, I'll take. I'll look. I'll Google. Uh, my husband said it's because I'm on no sugar and I've drastically, drastically, <laughs> drastically changed my diet. He's like, you, you're detoxing. I was like, okay. Beautiful. I'll, I'll, sure. You know what? If I get herpes for a good reason. Good. Great. Yes. It could have been from the sun. I burnt my lips. Yeah. But we're a week out. A lot of people get it from stress. I'm not stressed even a little bit. Well, then there you go. I don't even feel like, it's not even like I sucked a new penis. Oh. Yeah, you can get herpes oh, from blowjobs. Oh, my God. Speaking of, I don't know where I got mine. <laughs> Did I get it from a blowjob? <laughs> I was 22 when I got my first. Oh, <laughs> oh, great. I have penis herpes. I got, in my 20s, I got uh, herpes, um, um, cold sores. I got allergies, and I got a wart. And you just got rid of that wart today. Yeah. You had that wart for that long. Yeah. Holy fuck. That was a dirty little secret I kept. For a, so you, and a chubby mole. You didn't tell me anything. I'm trying to tell you. I'll, I'll, let me think of a dirty secret for you. I have herpes. Yes, um, but I already knew that. What else do I have for you? There's just a man walking up my driveway. He oh, he's a courier. He's picking up the necklace. Fuck. Go. I'll keep talking. Talk about your herpes. <laughs> I'll get the necklace. <laughs> There's a man. We had to have a courier come and um, return a locket. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't really know how we got into this herpes conversation. But if you have it, don't worry. I mean, even if you have genital ones, I mean, what are you going to do? You can't get rid of it. But you can take Valtrax. This is not a sponsored ad. You could take Valtrax. And at the very, very moment that you feel that tiny tingle, and all you people who have cold sores know, you take that Valtrex and it never surfaces, which is great because when you have it, it's like everyone knows you have it. And it's like, oh, it's kind of embarrassing. It's not attractive. But uh, sorry, I'm bending over. That's why I'm doing that. Um, But uh, we'll just take a quick break and then uh, Kat will be back in the car. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Okay, we're back. She got herself a water, and she's coming back in the car. Um, yeah, so there was a woman in the orthodontist's office, and she walked in with her teenage daughter. And herpes? We're done with herpes for now. What? Just for now. Does it look really bad just before no. I go? No. It will get, though. Yeah. It's going to get bad? It's going to just get bigger. <sighs> How much bigger? Oh, like, um... Feels flat. That's good. Yeah. So I was in the orthodontist office. A woman walks in. Of course, we're masked. She with her teenage daughter. I don't mean to interrupt. I'm just going to ask your phone so I can write a note about the podcast before I forget. Uh, she, she's masked. She's a teenage daughter. You're in the... Yeah, yeah I got it. And um, she's uh, she's just like... I, sh- I went in with Teddy and um, he's getting his braces off soon. And she was like, I just want you to know that um, my friends and I, we all follow you and we love all your stories and like everything that you do. And my friends all went to your show in December and um, my friends all went to your show in December. I was unable to make it. I said, oh my gosh, well, you'll have to come to another show. We're going to not do another one. She's just like, we just, you know, it's just like, you know, kind of like, thank you for all you do. And I was like, how old are your kids? She's 18, 15, and 12. Oh my God. And I was like, yeah, I mean, shit, the struggle's real, right? We got to be honest about it. She's like, yeah, but we appreciate it. I'm like, that's so nice. That is so and nice. And I don't even know if I would, like, recognize her. Her daughter uh, went to a high school around here. I don't know if I would recognize her because she had a mask on. You this know. masking thing. and I, is it, I Did I tell you what happened? Yes, I told you the story with the, yes, the teenage the girl who, <laughs> because we didn't have masks. Okay, with masks, guys, sarcasm is dead. Like, you cannot make jokes with people you don't no, know. No, no. Because you don't, you can't see their face. They, they can think you're serious. Yeah. And I had an interaction with, uh, with a girl and, uh, I mean, she was, she was dying because she thought I was calling her out for something, but I was like informing her and then making a joke and she was making a joke and she thought she offended me, but if she'd seen my face without a mask, she would have seen that I was smiling. It's just a fucking load of bullshit. I know. But, you know, so many of our provinces are dropping are dropping the proof of vaccination yes. and mask mandates. Yes. Which is great for the unvaccinated because now they can go everywhere. Awesome for them. <laughs> Way to go. You they, fucking won. Yeah, they won. You smarty pants. Yeah. Then there's fucking... A, although, you know what? I have... I, but I, we would have never gotten to this place if people we, like us didn't vaccinate. And we couldn't have traveled. I have no regrets. No, but you know what I'm saying is... Yes, I know. I yeah. We never would have gotten here. Yeah, so we did We did. We good. took it for the team. We took one for... The, and I'm fine with taking one for the team. Oh my God, me too. Um, and so so to to bring full circle of you know like being open and honest with your story and like not being I wonder how much I wonder so there's two things first of all I love that everyone on the podcast could relate to me drinking wine I hope they're all gonna buy our wine I think I think you know what here's the thing there seems to be a lot of wine talk right now and like alcoholism and um I was just talking to someone and she said 
You don't have to be, you, you can not be an alcoholic and have a bad relationship with alcohol. And I think that's a really important distinction to make. And how do you know if you have a bad relationship with alcohol? It impacts your families and friends. Mm-hmm. Your personality changes and people don't like you when your personality changes. So, mm-hmm. and, and you get liquor, like shit faced, uh, and, and people have to take care of you. Mm. So when you, when, when people have to take care of you, it becomes their burden and it's, if it's not just, and if they don't enjoy doing it, right? So if, if I have to take care of someone who's liquored all the time, like carrying you out of a restaurant, that'd be a major fucking problem. Um, and if I tell you, I don't like you when you do that and you don't change you and then you're choosing alcohol over me. If someone sat you down and said, I, I have a problem with how much you drink. It impacts me. And you're like, I don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to drink. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, that's a problem unless mm-hmm. you don't care about that person. Mm-hmm. So that's a really important distinction because I think what we've gone to in society is this whole notion that the wine culture of mums is problematic because they need it. But I don't think, and for my opinion, when I say like why mummy needs a drink, it's because it's a metaphor for like, could be chocolate could be mm-hmm. a fucking joint mm-hmm. but it's your personal choice and if it's not a problem then why do we have to make it a societal problem mm-hmm. of mums in drinking because then we just all become defensive about what we're drinking totally and we get angry like well we get mad and angry at each other and i think everything in the world right now everyone's fucking mad and angry everything everyone like you don't speak up for this. What the fuck is wrong with you? You don't get vaccinated. What the fuck is wrong with you? Get back. Fuck you. Your kids wear a mask. You, you Someone's yelling at you for your kid wearing a mask. Like everything is so contentious right mm-hmm. now. And I think if we all just begin to like take a step back. Yeah. And the thing is, is that like with wine, if you think about alcohol, like in general, you know, cause a lot of people are like alcohol is just a bad thing. You know, it's a bad culture. It's but we're adults and wine is one of the f- is one of the fine things in life like food ingredients like wine alcohol it's one of the joys of life uh, it could go with sugars back mm-hmm. arguably sugars sugar is more addictive than crack fucking cocaine mm-hmm. literally more oh, no, addictive than crack cocaine i've watched the doc uh i someone just sent it to me mm-hmm. and i was like yeah i I had a headache for three days when I stopped sugar. Mm-hmm. That That's called withdrawal. Somebody asked us in our DMs if when we stopped uh, drinking drinking sugar, which that's how I take my sugar, through wine, <laughs> um, if you felt nauseous and wanted to throw up. I was so bad on Monday. Yeah, your headache. I had to give you gel caps. And then I went, I couldn't at 6 o'clock, and then I, I, I couldn't see. Mm-hmm. My brain hurt. Mm-hmm. I had to go to bed. Like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday were so painful that I, Mark's like, you're in bed at 6. Like, it was so early, I could not function. And that is, like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're going to talk about problems, you know, people, people say you can't talk about wanting to lose weight because that's a trigger for somebody. And I can't be triggered by you wanting that. I'm just like, holy fuck. We either have to learn to live within social media and get our shit to get our own shit together. Also, like at the end of the day, I think what we're always saying to people, no matter what your beliefs are on anything or what you choose to do, it is your very own life. Yes. And why do we care what other people do, say and do and drink and eat but or and exercise? But on our and it's funny because we were on a TikTok of someone that we had done a podcast with. And when I went through her TikToks, I did notice that there was um, a lot of like 
cocktails and wine and stuff yeah. like that. And I thought, good for fucking you for not worrying or caring about the fact that that you're that you're a grown up and you like to have a glass of wine. And sometimes it's because you're fucking stressed out and you want to sit down and it helps you relax. Everything's so. Here's the thing about what we've done to women mm-hmm. in society. Okay, mm-hmm. you want to lose weight, you're not happy with yourself. Like you're a bad example to your children, and you're going to cause issues. And you basically are uh, like you are going to ruin your children because you talk about wanting to lose weight. Okay. So you can't love yourself and you're going to, you're going to be problematic. Okay? You want to get filler, Botox, do things to age to, that make you happy, a boob job, whatever the fuck you want to do. No, you definitely aren't happy with yourself and you're succumbing to the standards of society. You should not want that. You want to drink wine. You're a fucking alcoholic mm-hmm. and you can't handle your every. There's not one thing in the world right now. You exercise, you're vain. Like, there's not one thing you can do right now unless, because it's like, if you're, if you have a bigger body and you work out, everyone's like, way to go. Mm. But if you're fit in, like, if that's your thing, you're like super fit and, but overweight, like larger bodies can be super fit too. I'm not, this is what I'm trying to explain that it's like perceptions that we put people in these boxes and then we're like, if you're vain and like, if you're, you know, if you're like a bodybuilder, they're like, you get backlash for working out. It's just such fuckery. It's so fucked. It's so fucked. And I believe it's because social media has made us feel entitled to have an opinion on other people's life. Mm -hmm. When you would never walk up to someone at the grocery store and because her cart was full of either chips and wine and you'd never walk up and be like, look at you, fatty. <laughs> but online, no problem. I know. It makes sense. I hate working out. You wouldn't be at a dinner party being like, I can tell. You- yeah, I know. It's so... <laughs> that would be so funny, though. But you're... I, but it, like... The shit we, it's like all of a sudden because it's online, it's fucking open forums. And that's why it's so important because it's going to happen anyways. It's so important to get like, to grow a thicker skin and, um, it, but that's really hard to do. And I, and I know that some of the comments, they can be like, <clears throat> like devastating. I know, but I, I just wish that they could see them the way we do. I'm going to take a break and I'm going to tell no. you an exact, well, not a break. No. You took a break. Yeah. Well, fuck. I was going to tell the story of a comment where I'm a man. I, now and I have a, a, a TikTok where she, she's drunk. She hates me. You, I'm going to come for a walk with me and she's like, fuck no. Like, fuck no. Like, I don't, I don't need to make any other excuses. Like, oh, actually I'm busy. I got to yeah. go to the grocery store. I'm like, no. I'm like, it's good for your heart. Fuck it, I don't want to live that long. You know what I mean? Yes, I, I that's got correct. it. Okay, so she's walking and it's hilarious. Fuck it, I don't want to live that long. No, like you're like I'm not looking to have longevity <laughs> yeah, here. You yeah, know, like know. you're not. So yeah. I'm, I've accepted that. Just can we make it till we retire to have a little bit of fun? Yeah. You know, like let's have our well deserved. Oh, I'm gonna be so like, fabulous. Look at Martha Stewart. No, no, no. I'm going to be she's so fabulous. 80. Yeah, I'm not gonna walk. Like I might walk maybe later. Like maybe another time in my life. Not now. I'll fucking get you a stroller. I'll yeah. push you. <laughs> That's not a walk. Yeah, uh, no, but fresh air. You need some fresh uh, yeah. air. No, I got my fresh air. I'm fine. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for having me. Uh, there's pollution out here. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna be until the day I die. I'm gonna be fabulous, and I'm only. Are you fabulous now? Not yet. When is this? No, I am fabulous, but I'm gonna get more fabulous. 
the comment was, so we're like driving along and I'm joking because she's driving, but I'm walking her dog. Mm-hmm. I'm walking. I'm slow. I'm keeping them company on a walk. I know that she secretly is hoping this counts as a walk, right? She's like, this counts because she, her husband goes downtown now. So she's responsible for walking the dog. And so I'm like, she's like, I'm keep, I'm walking. Look, we're walking together. So some douchebag is, and that, that's that's the wrong word to say. I don't know. I kind of like douchebag. Okay. I don't. What's a douchebag? Exactly. I was driving the other day, and I'm like, you douchebag. And Chloe's like, douchebag. What's a douchebag? I'm like, fuck. What is a douchebag? I would say, yeah. if you look it up, it's like some, some. it's a dick bag. Like someone who's just like. No, we, I know. It's in the Urban Dictionary. Bag. But what is a dick, I mean a douchebag. It's the same as a dick bag. Nothing. Nothing? Not a dick bag. A bunch of dicks in a bag. I don't know. A douche Bag? I'm kind of thinking it's liquid that comes out after you douche and you put it in a bag and it's no, kind of it, dirty it's, smelling. It's just like a douche bag. It's like you dick bag. Okay. Um, anyways, he goes, I, we're talking about her not liking to work out. He's like, and you can tell. And I, was, <laughs> and I wrote back, someone's looking for attention. Like someone wants everyone to be like, you're a terrible person. You know, I'm like, wow, you know how to get all the women to go after you and get okay. mad at you. You hottie. Yeah. You're hottie. I'm like, you're looking you're looking real fine. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see him. Is that definitely gross. Is that Lee Should we take a quick break yes. right now? Okay, let's take a quick break. And I wanna tell you um something on the business front, which we have not talked about uh in a long time, but I had an epiphany today and I was talking to one of our team members and Are let's we come right back. Oh, okay. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So I hopped on a call and I said to this team member, it was Sam, y'all know Sam. I said, you know, I'm so sick of our team. Oh, that's rude. <laughs> oh, shit. I said, Mostly you, Alexis. <laughs> I said, we're so universally nice. And we're so, we so universally bend over backwards for every single person Mm -hmm. and no one gives a fuck. Like in the world, like they're all like, great, that team's just really flexible. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really benefit, benefit us that much. Um, And I said to Sam in particular, I'm like, you're a hundred percent person. You need to become a 50% person. And, and that's counterproductive. But I said, let's not spend a hundred percent of our time being perfect to a a fulfillment center where the person's going to be different the next week and not give a fuck. I'm saying, don't be mean, but let's not go above and beyond to make sure that we're like, just get the fucking job done and move on. And I think that there's this notion, there's 50% people and there's a hundred percent people. And I believe the 50% people are more productive than the 100% people. The 100% people are amazing, 
but the 50% people. Those 100% people are really good at cleaning the house, too. Like probably organization yeah. and like keeping spreadsheets and All shit. All the little details. Details. That don't matter. And so I, I, I be, so, and then we had another phone call with a team member and she was like, well, I can Google it. And I was like, fuck it. If you can't do it, I don't want you spending six hours trying to figure it out. And I know we've always said figure it out, but if there's some coder out there who can do it for in an hour, what it would take you 12, fuck it. Hire the coder for that for half the time. And I think as businesses, you know, I think I've had a a shift in mentality where we're like, everything is figure outable. No, outsource outsource what you can, which you can't learn like a skill that you could plug someone in. And in the beginning, you don't have that luxury, but we've been around long enough to have that luxury. Yeah. And I think that it's really important to not expect your team to do everything. And if they're not good at it and they don't like it, they'll never be good at it. And it will be a waste of fucking time. Mm -hmm. And as, as an employee... You have to know what you like and don't like, and don't be a hero and control everything. Oh, my God, no. Let it go. And also, it's your life. Choose the things you like to do and do those. You told me. Especially if you have the luxury to do it. You told me a story recently. Oh. That you did this once. Yeah, I did. Tell the story, because I think this is a really big eye-opener for not, not only employers, but employees and people who have this personality. This shocks me that you did this, by the way. No, but it also, it's, it's something else, too. When you work for a small business, yeah, um, you want so much to, to the entrepreneur to succeed yeah, that you'll kind of do anything to, like, stand by them and do it. So my was, it was a female entrepreneur, and it was a really small team. Again, there could have been a way bigger team, but we would just hire people as needed. But I was the consistent that was always there. So I knew everything. Anybody yeah. new came on, I had to tell them everything. So when it came to like a, like this really big thing that had we had been wanting and like basically we had gotten into Saks Fifth Avenue and we had gotten into like maybe like 40 stores. She was a Chad, eh? Uh, yeah. Was she a Chad? Yeah, I mean, uh, not really. Like she deserved, she believed she deserved that. She, I guess, but she was, I mean, I wouldn't describe her as a Chad. A Chad is someone who walks in without the competency or like without, without. But she wasn't like, um, she wasn't, I mean, a little bit of a Chad, but she wasn't like. Uh, better than she wasn't like um uh, you know like I, I, I expected chat yeah she wasn't cocky you know she was so like oh, we need to come up, we need to come up with a chad that's like a chad but not a chad but that yeah we'll come up with that. yeah just someone who just you know so this big opportunity came and it was a huge thing and we hired on some people to come help us and I mean I I was directing the entrepreneur and her husband and everybody else about how we were going to make this happen but. I, I had just known it from the beginning, and so it was all on me, and I got so fucking overwhelmed, and I was like, I, I mean, I was going to, like, literally combust. It was the most stressful. It was, like, 2 in the morning, and we were still there, and I just I fucking closed my office door, and I was just crying. I was like, holy shit. And my the entrepreneur is like, because she has cried a million times, I opened the door. There's a bottle of wine sitting outside the door. It was kind of like, buck up, and let's carry on. You know, and from then on, it was. But she also, you also said to me, I don't think she felt bad for me because she, she didn't. She, I did this to myself. Yeah. I, I didn't put, I didn't say I need help for this. And she I, would have said, if you had to- told me, I would have told those two people to do it. I just felt like it would take long. And this is what happens too, is when you do everything yourself, you feel like it's going to take longer to teach someone else to do it. And then you're not sure that the other person is as competent as you are to do it. Did any part of you feel like threatened that if someone, that if you did less, that you wouldn't have 
Like somebody same. else might start doing it better? Yes. Or take mm-hmm. your job. Um, I don't remember that feeling. I, she wasn't going to hire anybody else. If you can have one person to do it all. I know, but young, young Nat, yeah. young Nat think that. I don't remember thinking that. Like, did, like I don't take you for being such an overachiever. <laughs> I know. It was crazy. Have you really, really changed things? Yeah. No, it was just that one time. It was just like, it was just so exciting. You know, there was so much opportunity and I was so happy for her and she had worked so hard that I just wanted to, I wanted it to keep growing and it to happen too. And you know, the idea also was that eventually the company would be sold. I will tell you, I don't know if it's that you're not drinking or that it's, you are very fucking let's go let's do you have a lot of energy to do a lot of work you're very work oriented we're really how do we get here it's not bad because we need to kick it into gear the next you're really you're really you know we're you're it's like we're back to square one when we were walking the streets with before we started cat and Nat. ah uh, that's where you're at again so you know that if you don't have sugar your mind gets clear uh, can can you not feel it? Cause no. I, I, oh wow. Oh no, it's it is. I mean, it's great. I'm not I'm not opposed to it. I'm just saying, for those of you who have not listened to the beginning of the podcast, when Nat and I first started, we used to walk the streets, and she was obsessive about what we were gonna do. Like, we would probably still be stay at home moms if you did not drive that train. Like, we'd be <laughs> we'd be I don't, I don't know what we'd be spending. We'd be spending money we didn't have. Well, can you imagine? Well, maybe we'd have to get richer husbands if that was our life. Can you imagine? No, I'm, so ironic you say that. As I was driving to your house, there were three women standing on a corner, and I thought to myself, "It doesn't, oh, it doesn't look like they have anywhere to go." Just in my mind, I also mean, I, I also mean financially. Like, I, yeah, no, no, I know, no, I know, yeah, no, I know. Um, but a um, couple things on that. But and I saw them, and I was like, "That was us." And I was like, "What are they going to do now?" And they weren't wearing proper clothes. But of course, they they literally could be lawyers working from home. That doesn't matter. It was the idea in my head that that's what we used to be. And then I was like, "Then what do they do?" Like they probably go do a workout because that wastes time and it's good for your body. Then they like you know because there Get are a lot ready. of stay. And I know I guys I know stay at home moms are super busy. I as a stay at home mom am not super busy. Yesterday. I also thought to myself, my my son was being tutored, and I lay on the couch (laughs) for the whole hour, and I kind of drifted off and fell asleep for a minute, and I thought, if I was in somebody else's house... Because the tutor was there, right? I'm she was, actually dead. I'm she dead. She was probably, like, you know, mom's putts around all the time. You know, like, you go into a mom's house and she's so busy. Like, everywhere. Oh, my God. My sister-in-law is so busy. Her so mudroom's organized. So busy. Everything's clean. Yeah. She, like, goes, to, cooks healthy shit all the yeah. time. Like, yeah. no, it's fucking crazy. Busy, right? So you, busy. The, mo- the mom always seems to be putzing <clears throat> around. Yeah. I thought to myself, what does this tutor think? Like, I'm a mom with four kids Sleeping and a household. I have not moved for an hour. Like, I am not a busy stay-at-home mom. No, That's- you're very good at delegating, too. Yeah. And you have zero guilt. <laughs> yes. Like, you don't even so, make them breakfast. Like, my kids line up in the morning. No. And I give, I serve them. Yeah. Well, luckily, a couple of them had, have, um have quit breakfast. So that's just good because <laughs> that's no worries. You know, there's one that eats, um, but one, I mean, one takes care of himself, two don't eat. And so it's great because I don't have to worry about that. But, um, so what I'm saying is I understand that for all you stay at home moms that are fucking so busy and you're like, okay, I'm just not that stay at home mom. So what would I do with my day all day long? I, I'd probably get into soap operas. Mm. I mean, maybe I'd cook more. I actually and asked, I'd probably exercise. I actually asked one of my friends, she stopped by Friday, um, <clears throat> Friday night, uh, about like, because my mom is really bored. Oh, shit. 
uh, not bored, just like I have more capacity to do things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she's like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, so I, I said this to her and I was like, what do you do? Cause she's a stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I could be doing more. I'm like, I'm, I'm not judging. I thought you were <clears throat> No. Oh. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, sorry guys. I'm not judging. I'm just curious. What do you do all day? I'm literally, <laughs> I'm literally curious yeah. is what do you Me do? Me because too. I know you don't spend money all day. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. I know she cleans. I know like she doesn't have a clean, like okay. they do a lot of that. So I was like, like what's she doing right now? Yeah. I'm, I want to be a fly on a wall with stay home. So Cause I, I know they're fucking busy. No, I know, I know. it's stressful, I think but it's, I don't know what it well, is. Oh God. Taking taking care of a house is laundry takes a long time. Oh my god, laundry, putting the breakfast away, getting getting dinner. By the time you've cleaned up breakfast, and then you make your snack, and then you have your lunch, and then you're just cleaning and making food all day. I don't even know why you clean the kitchen in the morning. Just fucking leave it till after dinner, and then just clean it all at once. I don't know. It's really, it's really. It's what actually, did she say? Uh, well, we kind of went through it, but like also like like she was like, what'd she say? She's like, it's actually a great question. Oh, she you doesn't know? do anything. No, she's like I. I do like a cleaning and like, um, yeah. It was. Did she work out? I think. so. I think most stay-at-home moms. You I mean, know, I would never. I would never. I would. <laughs> uh, guys, this conversation was all over. Not all actually all over the place. It was fairly good. It was fairly strong. We actually did some business talk too. Pretty strong. Fairly strong from herpes to business. <laughs> fairly strong. I mean, like, I think we only said dick once. Okay. Uh, Douchebag. Douchebag a few times. Um, Which is, what would this podcast be without that? Exactly. Uh, Coming at you this week is a brand new um, married sex. So make sure you subscribe to get that. This one is all about how do you actually get in the mood to try the swing and and the whipped cream and all the things you heard on the podcast that people are literally dying laughing. Dying this one is even more funny to the point where I almost pee my pants. That's true. You were um, crying. You were laughing I was so hard. Cr- I don't know. If it was fucking funny. All right, guys. Uh, if you leave five stars for us or whatever, a star, whatever, I don't care. Um, we'd appreciate it. Till then. 